It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Hear from second-year tight end Samus Reyes of the Washington Commanders on his development and already a big loss heading into 2022. That's right now on the Locked On Commanders podcast. You are Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome you to another edition of the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, your daily podcast right here on the Washington Commanders. I'm Chris Russell. David Harrison will rejoin us later on in the week. He'll actually have another solo episode, uh, as he did already a couple uh, this week, trying to give each other a little bit of a break, deal with some family stuff. Uh, I am, uh, again, Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Medhurst show, uh, which can be heard and found on the Team 980 in the Washington, D.C. area, Monday through Friday from 3 to 7, and anywhere and anytime. Live or on podcast or rewind on the Odyssey app. Again, David covering the Washington Commanders for Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. Locked on Commanders is free and available on all platforms and on Twitter. David at DHarrison82, me at Russellmania621, and the podcast at LO Commanders. Once again, we thank you for making Locked on Commanders your first listen of the day. All right, let's get right to it. You know, all the news surrounding the Commanders, it never really stops between Dan Snyder and all the controversies. We're going to get into the Shield thing a little bit later on. But with all the news, and, and, and you know, honestly, it's, it's kind of impossible to keep up w- with everything. One important move kind of slipped through the cracks, right? You had Charlie Taylor pass away, and David covered that and did well, you know, on, on the Monday episode uh, with that. But... You had a switch at the tight end coaching position, right? Pete Hainer, longtime tight end coach in the league, um, with Ron Rivera the last couple of years in Carolina, with Ron Rivera the first couple of years here in Washington, he decides to retire. And Juan Castillo has now officially uh, joined Ron Rivera's staff. We were kind of waiting for the official word on that. That came down. Uh, the team made that official. So... Pete Hainer is gone, and Juan Castillo in. Now, before we get to Pete and his impact, for those of you that are unfamiliar with Juan Castillo, again, the new tight ends coach, he was last with the Chicago Bears under Matt Nagy for a couple of years. Uh, with, uh, again, Nagy and the Bears, uh, and obviously it did not work there. He was not retained as they went a different direction, uh, and Nagy was let go. So Castillo comes across and joins Washington at the tight end coaching position, and that sounds like, you know, kind of different and, and 
you know, maybe unexpected because he wasn't with Ron in Carolina the last couple of years and hasn't been here since, but he's been busy doing other things. He's been coaching, again, with the Chicago Bears. He was at Michigan for the 2019 season. He was with the Buffalo Bills, and that's a key. Just hang tight. He was with the Baltimore Ravens before that. And, of course, he spent a good amount of time with the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, let's get to this on Castillo. Okay, first of all, he's been mostly an offensive coach his entire career. He's never been a head coach. Never been really a full-time coordinator. But he's mostly been an offensive line coach. Uh, he's been a run game coordinator. So, I, I mean, you know, you want to say that that's a coordinator? Okay, certainly a lot of teams kind of divide it up between run game coordinator and pass game coordinator. Obviously, Washington doesn't do that. They have an offensive coordinator. Teams do it differently, right? So, you're not getting a former head coach here in Juan Castillo, but what you're getting is a guy who's coached just about everything in football, including on the defensive side. Like, here's one of the things that you kind of forget about with Juan Castillo, and I did until, you know, it was mentioned, but I remember it when he was going through it. He was an offensive coach with the Philadelphia Eagles, and he actually did coach the tight ends position in 1997. Then he switched to the offensive line in 1998, but he was retained by Andy Reid, then a rookie head coach who had no head coaching experience, joined from the Green Bay Packers as their quarterback's coach in 1999, but he kept Juan Castillo, right? So you think, okay, well, Andy knows something, certainly as it turned out, veteran coach, he kept him, and Juan Castillo and the Philadelphia Eagles had some success, obviously, as everybody kind of knows. But then what's interesting is Castillo coaches the offensive line under the Philadelphia Eagles after that one year at tight ends coach from 1998 through 2010. So all of their success under Andy Reid, right? Uh, how many different conference championships? Five, I think it was, and one Super Bowl appearance. Then, out of the clear blue sky, as the Eagles move on from Sean McDermott, now the Buffalo Bills head coach, as the Eagles move on from Sean McDermott as their defensive coordinator, what happens? Juan Castillo jumps from the offensive side to the defensive side, and he becomes the defensive coordinator. And I should say, you know, I said earlier he's never really been a full-time coordinator on the offensive side. He was the full-time defensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles, right? Out of nowhere, everybody's like, wait, what? He hadn't coached on the defensive side since 1989 at a small college, Texas A&M Kingsville. And he only lasted a couple of years as the defensive coordinator for Andy Reid. But the Philadelphia Eagles were kind of in transition at that point, And Andy was kind of running out of time, quite honestly. I remember Washington lit up Philadelphia in 2012. But Castillo had already been fired. And then Washington came out of the bye. Robert, Darrell Young, Alfred Morris... Pierre Garçon, uh, and just absolutely smashed Philadelphia. Again, Philadelphia was hurting. So, you know, you want to say, well, that's Juan Castillo's fault? Perhaps. 
I mean, he's not really a defensive coach. He was doing what was asked of him and obviously trying to help the team. It didn't go well. But, I mean, that's kind of an interesting thing because you think as you try and add more brain power to this coaching staff, you say, well, okay, this guy's done it all at the offensive line tight end spot and, oh, by the way, ran a defense for a couple of years. Now, real quickly, just because he doesn't have a whole lot of experience, per se, as a tight ends position coach doesn't obviously mean that he can't do that. Number one, he's got the one year. Number two, when you're an offensive line coach, you are essentially working with the tight ends every day, combo blocks, all of that. I mean, it's just part and parcel with each other. The offensive line coach and the tight ends coach are always working together. Now, remember the name Sean McDermott. Castillo replaced him as the defensive coordinator in Philadelphia. When Castillo ultimately was fired in Philadelphia, he caught on with the Baltimore Ravens, who then went on to the Super Bowl, right? He was a part of that staff. Um, And then, ultimately, he wound up in Buffalo in 2017 under Sean McDermott, who then was the head coach taking over, and he became the offensive line coach and run game coordinator there. A couple of years, then he ultimately got fired, right? So, I mean, Juan Castillo's been back and forth and around and back and forth. Who knows how great of a coach he is. I don't know if he's going to have, as a matter of fact, he's not going to have the reputation that Pete Hayner developed. Now, listen, Pete Hayner wasn't a household name nationally, but Pete Hayner, for the tight ends that he worked with, think Greg Olson. Think about Greg Olson. Now, Greg Olson was good when he got to Carolina from Chicago, but he got so much better. And he became a stud. Think about Logan Thomas. Think about Samus Reyes. That's Pete Hayner. And Pete Hayner was a part of championship staffs before in San Francisco. I mean, he's been around the game a long time. A real hard, hard coach uh, in terms of hardcore, I should say. In terms of what he expects out of players. I remember one time early in the 2020 training camp. So Ron Rivera's first training camp as Logan Thomas is fully kind of converting uh, from t- you know to tight end. He had already played there in Detroit. Pete Hainer signs him. Ron Rivera signs him. They're trying to work with him on blocking techniques, and Pete Hainer is undressing Logan Thomas. I felt so bad for the guy because I was standing right there probably about 20 feet away, and, I mean, Hainer was dropping bomb after bomb after bomb and just lighting Logan Thomas up. I thought Logan Thomas was going to crawl in a hole. And to his credit, he never did, never backed down. He only got better, obviously turned it into a very, very, very productive year under his first year of Pete Hainer's tutelage and got himself a nice contract and then was – you know, on track for a very good year, too, except two separate huge injuries and obviously now a torn ACL that he'll have to recover from. But Samus Reyes came out of where? College basketball. Never played football. From Chile. He's going to tell you part of that story coming up next with my radio partner, Pete Medhurst. He was a guest on Russell and Medhurst on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. On Tuesday, I want you to hear what he said about Pete Hainer, what he said about his development, and where Samus Reyes is going from here. That's next, right here on the Locked On Washington Commanders podcast. Good to have you with us. 
right, guys, football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam. Both college and pro hoops, from the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land. Check out betonline.net. The number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Bet Online remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC odds, and much more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about trends and action at Bet Online, where the game starts. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, thanks for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen each and every day. Make sure you're following Locked On NFL as Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NFL every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. How about that? All right, let's get to Samus Reyes with my radio partner Pete Menhurst on Tuesday afternoon on the Team 980 in Washington, D.C., and Pete starting with question about Pete Hayner retiring and what he meant to Samus. Your development, uh, obviously, uh, in Washington so far, uh, Pete Hayner has been a, a big help in, in that regard. You know, just talk about what he's meant to you as uh, he retires here from the NFL as he's been one of the driving forces to try and help you become uh, an NFL everyday tight end. I mean, Coach P was everything to me. He was the guy that believed in me from jump. He was the guy that went to war with me. He fought for me. So I'm extremely thankful, you know, to get one year under his wing. I think he was extremely demanding of me, but that's the only way for me to get better. So I'm, I'm, I was blessed to have them. I was blessed to, you know, be able to spend so much time around him, and I'm very thankful for the one year that we got together. I, I would not be here without him today. How different is the Samus Reyes that first picked up the football helmet at camp last year uh, to the guy now getting set for uh, your 2022 off season? Where uh, you know I, I'm sure you got to be a, a lot more confident, certainly about uh, the position and and the opportunity now uh, with this football team. Of course, 100. percent I am extremely confident right now uh, when it comes to my abilities. I think initially, you know, I know I have the athletic. Uh, abilities to succeed in the NFL. In the beginning, it was just about, you know, learning techniques, learning fundamentals, things that I never got because, you know, I played basketball in college. So um, I learned so much my first year. I played a lot on special teams. I played in the offense. So, you know, Washington, it's a great team for me. I love love being here. I love the city. I love the environment. And, you know, going into this next season, I'm just – I'm locked in right now. You know, I already started training. Um, You know, I feel strong. I feel powerful. And now I got the technique that maybe I didn't have as much initially, but now I feel fully confident in my abilities for this upcoming season. I feel great. I was going to say the the detailed things of football are, are those. I mean, look, everybody thinks you know being a tight end is just you know running around catching a pass, you know, and trying to obviously run for the end zone. But all of the little detailed 
things, those little things about football that, as you mentioned, because you were playing basketball, you, you didn't really grow up with all the little detailed things about it. How much progress do you think you made in that regard, uh, just in terms of knowledge of the game and obviously how to apply it on the field? Crazy. I mean, I made so much progress. I think the the last couple, you know, six, seven games of the season last year, I felt amazing. I felt great. I was really getting a good feel for everything. But, yeah, a lot of people don't understand the nuances of the game. You know, you really have to be out there to be able to experience what it feels like. I know there's there's a feeling to the game that you only acquire through playing the actual game. You know, and you know, us playing at the highest level in the NFL, there's no room for error. So it was more about the the angles, you know, little angles that you have to take here and there in order to make your blocks. Uh how, you know, pre pre snap breeds, how you read the defense before you even take off with your route. So there's many things that you have to see in order for you to have success in the league, but I feel I feel very very confident right now that you know I learned those things in my first year. Now finally, my my abilities, my physical abilities, my traits, and my my mindset can shine this upcoming season just because I have all the other 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 things now. Samus Reyes is our guest, of course, uh, tight end for your Washington football team. The the room that you're a part of, obviously, having a guy like Logan Thomas who was. In a similar situation that you were, I mean, obviously he was a quarterback when he played uh, down at Virginia Tech, and, you know, he understands the growing pains part of this. How much has he been a help to you? Because he kind of had to go through the same thing, transitioning to a new position like that at tight end. Yeah, I mean, he, Logan has been awesome with me. He's, I've, I've learned so much from him. Uh, he was the guy that told me, like, hey, it took me five years to figure out the position, you know. It, it, he was the one that was like, hey, you know, lock in on special teams your first year because that's that's what's going to keep you in the league. So, you know, I took his full advice. I I learned so much from him. And, you know, just being able to see his progress in videos is just crazy to me because, you know, the product, that, the product that you guys see now, the Logan Thomas that you guys see now is nothing, you know, compared to uh, what he was in the beginning. You know, he's, he's evolved so much. He's learned so much. And, you know, I, I think of myself as a very smart person, as a guy who's willing to always do whatever it takes to, to grow. And, you know, the amount of hours that I've spent watching film, taking care of the details, taking care of my body, taking care of every single little thing that I can think of to be the best NFL tight end that I can possibly be, it's, it's been a lot. So I'm I'm confident. Like I said, I'm excited, and I can't wait, you know, to go out there and, and show the world what I can do. What made you decide to leave the hardwood and give football a try? I think it was, you know, the decision was made for me. The world made me make that decision. Everyone that I can think of was begging me to play football ever since I got to the States. You guys know I'm from Chile. I'm not mm-hmm. from the U.S. And we don't even play football in Chile. So to me, it was a completely foreign sport. It wasn't something that I grew up playing. You know, back there we play, uh, we play soccer. You know, basketball is already, you know, out of the norm. So for me to be playing football right now is crazy, you know, for every for my entire family because, you know, a lot of my family, they don't even know the rules yet. They still try to, you know, learn what it means, you know, to play the game. But I think it was more of a having extreme confidence that I could accomplish, accomplish it. And I knew, you know, at 23, I knew I wasn't going to make the NBA. And I think that's all I had to know because I promised myself I'll do everything I could to make the NBA because that was literally my dream growing up. That's the reason why I left Chile without my family to come to the States and, you know, fight for a D1 scholarship that I was able to obtain. And then, you know, giving everything I had on the basketball court. But, you know, it didn't happen. 
but, you know, things happen for a reason. Uh, my entire life, I promised myself, you know, basketball didn't work out. I was going to train for the NFL. And I gave myself, you know, after college, I gave myself 365 days to to train for football. And, you know, I was blessed to, I was blessed to have Washington now commanders believe in me and, you know, give me an opportunity. So I, I want to make them proud. I imagine we're going to be we're going to be number one in Chile with commanders jerseys uh, here <laughs> in 2022. Right. That's right. <laughs> Samus Reyes yep. is our guest. You know, I mean, let me ask you about the part, you know, leaving home. And, and I mean, let's face it, you know, you're, you're leaving one culture, coming to a culture. It's completely different. And and trying to you know basically start from scratch and 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 better yourself and and, and make a, a a good life for yourself. How difficult was decision was that to to leave your homeland and and come here and try, um, you know, at first obviously with basketball, just to make that decision and give that a go the way you did. Yeah, I mean it was it was a lot. It was a lot of my family and I. You know, I'm a first generation immigrant. I'm proud of it. And when I came here, you know, my parents, both of my parents stayed back in Chile. You know, they didn't have a way for them to get here or the money for them to come out here. Um, and I came here with a, with a student visa. I came here with, a, you know, a basketball scholarship. So that's what brought me to the States. I came here, you know, by myself. I couldn't speak English at the time. So that was, you can only imagine how hard that was. You know, sitting in math class when I was 14 years old, trying to learn calculus with not speaking English. So that that was quite hard. But... You know, that that only makes you stronger. You know, I, I was always told what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I think that, you know, going through all the all the all of those experiences, um, at an early age, it, it created this I call them mental calluses, you know, that nothing can bother my mindset, nothing can get into my mind. You know, I can I'm the only one that has full control and autonomy over what I think, what I feel, what I wanna, you know, create. And it, it made me strong. It made me very strong because I feel like I can accomplish anything now. Like I feel like if I wanted to, you know, in the future, um, start a business, which is something that I'm very interested in, I feel like I could confidently do it because, you know, nothing is going to be harder than leaving your home, leaving your home when you were 14. So I know it was a lot for my parents. You know, now that I'm older, I'm 26, and I really get to understand what the sacrifices that my mom and my dad made for me. You know, we come from a very humble family, but. But the biggest thing that they could have ever done for me and the biggest, you know, show of love that they could have done for me was allow me to come to the States to fight for an opportunity here to, you know, do something with my life. Because I don't know what I would have been doing if I was still in Chile. I, I love my life here. I learned so much, and I love this country. So I'm very thankful to be here. Is that humility help help you in terms of the patience necessary because, as you mentioned, so much to learn, so much to try and understand about the game. Does that humility help you, knowing that you've got to be as patient as you possibly can, literally one day at a time with this thing, uh, with football? Yeah, well, you know, there's a saying that goes something like, Rome wasn't built in a day. <laughs> and that, that stuck with me. Somebody said that to me. Um, and, you know, I roll with it because, you know, I – I learned how to play basketball, and it took me a long time to, you know, master certain skills. Um, football, you know, I was I went all in. Literally every waking hour of my day initially was dedicated to sport. I immersed myself into the environment, getting to know players, you know, meeting as many people as I could. I literally did everything I could to learn the game. Um, even in the beginning, I remember, like, the first couple of weeks, weeks 
I was watching YouTube videos to like understand the rules. You know, because you know it's a complex sport. If you don't grow up playing football, there's a lot of things that are not intuitive that you have to really you know sit down and and learn. And it does take a lot of humility because you know no one wants to be outshined. No one wants to be uh, stepped over. You know, and I never let that happen. I never let anybody step over me. I, ne- I never let anyone. You know, um, you know. Because football can be a tough sport, you know, guys can be tough, but you know, I held my own. I'm strong, and you know, I, I know I know what I can do, you know, physically, mentally. So, so like I said, I I I took it took in a humble approach. I listened to my coaches every single day, and you know, every day is a new opportunity. So I, I step into the facility every day with with the, with the same fresh mindset. I'm very optimistic, and you know, just trying to be also a positive influence in the locker room. Because it's not only about yourself; it's also a team sport. All right, once again, thanks to Samus Reyes for joining Pete Medhurst on the Russell and Medhurst Show on the Team 980. Also, thanks to his agent, Tabitha, for setting that up. Very much appreciate her efforts. And when we return right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast with me, Chris Russell, again, flying solo, David Harrison will be back for another solo episode, and then we'll rejoin each other uh, again before the end of the week. We will have a couple of thoughts on everything else going on, including, yes, finally, we think, we hope, we have the shield solved for those of you that are so worried about that. That's next right here, Locked On Commanders. All right, guys, rockauto.com. This episode brought to you by our good friends at Rock Auto. You know there's a ton of makes and models for it and domestic old, new, well, that means lots of auto parts. And there's plenty of places where you can get your auto parts, right? There's those big auto parts superstores that are going to charge you 20, 30, 40% more. They're going to take advantage of you. Why? Because you're not their buddy, the mechanic down the street. Not only are you not their buddy, the mechanic down the street, but you're not buying in volume. You're probably going in maybe for a fuel pump, maybe for uh, something else, something vanity perhaps. Well, why go in anywhere? Why get charged more when you can get great customer service and the best prices at rockauto.com. That's right. They're a family business serving do-it-yourselfers like you for over 20 years. Their reliably low prices are for every customer, and they have everything you need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even, again, new carpet if you're looking for something for the vanity of your vehicle. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck, and please do us a favor. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Fox? So they know we sent you an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car or truck will ever need at rockauto.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, wrapping up the Locked On Commanders podcast for this midweek edition. Again, I'm Chris Russell flying solo. David Harrison uh, will be back on the next episode, and then we'll rejoin each other as we try and take a little bit of a break before the combine, 
and free agency and the draft, and we're going to go full throttle, obviously, uh, all the way through OTAs and more for you right here. Unlocked on Commanders. All right, so the Washington Commanders officially for a third time changed their new shield and logo to reflect the proper years of the Super Bowl winning season. So now it says 1991, 1987, 1983. Great. Congratulations. Listen, they trumpeted this like, we listened to you. We got it right. We heard you loud and clear. And they did. This was a big thing for a lot of fans, for a lot of people. We noticed it when we were there live on 2222. Uh, again, it's not a big deal for me. I don't get into all this stuff. I don't get into uniforms and team names and shields. None of it means anything to me. I, I just want to cover a non-dysfunctional disaster and a winning football team. That's all. Uh, it's all I care about. You know, and, and doing it right. But I don't care about the stuff that means a lot to many of you. Some of you, I don't know. However, we cover it because it does mean something to you, right? The show isn't about me. It's about you. Uh, and, and me or David. And David might care a little bit more about this than I do. I don't know. Uh, but I just don't. Um, but congratulations to the Washington Commanders. They finally got it right. Three times a charm. They changed it from 1992, 1998, or 88, I should say, uh, to then the Super Bowl Roman numerals. They couldn't do that because the NFL told them, eh, eh, it's against the rules. We own intellectual property on that. We covered that last week. And then they trumpeted uh, that, oh, we finally heard you. Great. How about, like, let's doing this right from the beginning? Hmm? Maybe. Can we do this right from the beginning so it doesn't take three changes? Any controversy. And another embarrassment. Can we do it right from the start? Can we do it right from the start? All right. You may have heard Aaron Rodgers is torn about his pet. Now, I guess he said on the Pat McAfee show on Tuesday that he hadn't made a decision. He basically did a two-week cleanse. I don't know what exactly that means. Um, you know, he came out with this very sappy, emotional Instagram post with pictures and, you know, nice words for everybody. It seems like Aaron Rodgers has certainly adjusted his moral compass at times with some of the things that he said. He certainly come off... More humane, let's just call it that way. I don't know if this is for show. I don't know if this is because he realizes it's the end. And he might be leaving Green Bay. He might be leaving the NFL altogether. Who knows? Uh, but it does definitely does seem like a different Aaron Rodgers. All right. We want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen of the day. Come on back for the next episode. Again, David Harrison will be solo once again. And then uh, we will return together. Now make your second listen of the day, the Locked On Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. It's Locked On Bets hosted by your boy Q out in Vegas and expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. If you have a question or a topic you want us to discuss, please email us, LockedOnWashingtonCommanders at gmail.com or the voicemail line, 301-615-3577. That's 301-615-3577 for David Harrison, who's covering the Washington Commanders. On SI.com's Fan Nation, I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and then her show on the flagship station for the Washington Commanders, the Team 980, and the Odyssey app. We are free and available on all platforms, and we will be back right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. 
Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.